It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up, Shane Bieber and Adley Rutschman help their teams win. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. You are watching Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts with the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Shane Bieber struck out nine Tigers on the way to a Guardians shutout of Detroit. Our Locked On Guardians host has more after that Cleveland win. Well, it appears the Guardians have found a formula to victory. Pitch shutouts and have Ahmed Rosario get four hits. That's the only way they can win these days. But uh, we're not here to complain. The Guardians did win two to nothing. Their pitching once again uh, holds up. They scored first for the second straight day in a row. But for the second straight day in a row, they uh, didn't have a lot of runs, but they had just enough today. Shane Bieber maybe his best outing of the season, uh, maybe the second best behind that Boston start. But nine strikeouts, maybe he has finally found his breaking stuff that he really hasn't had uh, for the better part of a year even though he's pitched pretty well. And hey, the Guardians stole a base. If you are an everydayer on Lockdown Guardians, you know Jeff and I have been preaching stealing bases once again for this team, something they used to be really good at, and they stopped doing the last few weeks. They stole a base, and it really turned out to be important as they wrapped up a victory over the Tigers. They will not get swept in the series as they have a left-hander facing them on Wednesday. Stay tuned to Lockdown Guardians for more. Young star Adley Rutschman hit a two-run home run to help the Baltimore Orioles take down the MLB best Tampa Bay Rays on Tuesday. Lockdown Orioles recaps a Baltimore victory. The Orioles just played the team with the best record in baseball, and they beat the team with the best record in baseball. Orioles four and Rays two, the final score from Camden Yards on Tuesday night. And the story of the day was Grayson Rodriguez, the rookie for the O's. His longest career start goes five and two thirds. The strikeouts weren't necessarily there, but the stuff was. The curveball, changeup, fastball all looked great. He was sitting 98 throughout the day, and he gave the Orioles a little bit of length that they needed from the starters. They got just enough offense with Adley Rutschman breaking his slump with a two run homer, and it's a win over the Rays. You'll take that every single day. And the kids really shined when Adley and Grayson do it for the O's. That's when it's the most fun. And now they go for a series win. Not many teams have done that against the Rays this year. But I'll recap the win coming up on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Rockies dominated the Pirates on Tuesday to hand Pittsburgh its eighth loss in the last nine games. Our Locked On Rockies host has more after a win for Colorado against the collapsing NL Central leaders. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Now two series in a row. The Rockies are blanked in game one, and then they come out swinging in the next game. The Colorado Rockies get a revenge game against the Pittsburgh Pirates in this one, thumping the Pirates 10-1, to a massive four-run fourth inning, capped off with a five-run seventh inning, 11 hits for the Rockies. Everyone was getting in on the action. Everyone in the starting lineup got a hit tonight for the Colorado Rockies. Except for Ezekiel Tovar, but multiple home runs for Jerickson Profar. He's jumping on first pitch home runs. Connor Seabold gets his first career win. All good things for the Rockies. The strong stretch continues. Good starting pitching, good bullpen pitching, and clutch offense tonight. Now, can they steal another series, get another series win on the road? 
That would be impressive for the Rockies. Let's hope it happens. We'll break it all down on Locked on Rockies. Coming up, the Reds fend off the Mets in the late innings. This is Locked on Game to Game MLB. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 major league teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span three to four days, Monday through Thursday and Friday through Sunday. Game weeks start 10 minutes before the first game in those windows. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today with epic rewards. Again, that is SoRare.com slash LockedOn. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Reds closer Alexis Diaz shut out a late comeback attempt for the Mets to hand New York its 12th loss in the last 15 games. Locked On host with both squads recap the battle of fourth place teams in their divisions. The New York Mets almost made an epic comeback on Tuesday night, but came up just a bit short. And once again, we have the starting pitching to blame for being in that hole in the first place. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets. And what we saw was David Peterson come up because Max Scherzer was scratched due to neck spasms, and Peterson proved why he was in AAA. Just another bad start. Gives up four, doesn't make it out of the fourth inning. The Mets battle to get back in it. Francisco Alvarez, a couple of home runs. We're going to be discussing him a bunch on tomorrow's show. Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor, they leave the yard, but uh, a double play with the bases loaded from Mark Hanna really hurt the Mets. They had other opportunities. They just came up short. We'll be going through all of it on the show, but I got to give the Mets credit for showing a lot of fight, and hopefully that's a sign for more positive things to come, and maybe with Justin Verlander on the mound, the Mets will start to get some good starting pitching on Wednesday. The New York Mets spent $450 million to set up their team for 2023, and the Cincinnati Reds are undefeated against that team. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast, and the Reds won 7-6 on Tuesday night against the Mets. Beautiful start for Luke Weaver. He pitched into the seventh inning, had to be pulled after giving up a home run and another uh, base runner following that, but great. I mean, the best start that he's had in a Reds uniform, and a Alexis Diaz absolutely shut the door, stranded two runners on base in the eighth inning, and then made short work of the ninth. That's why he's elite. Plus, TJ Friedel, the Cincinnati Reds Twitter account, started the movement. Let's keep it going. TJ Friedel to the All-Star game. You heard me right. Friedel is an All-Star, or he should be. The Phillies picked up a win at home against the Blue Jays last night and are locked on local experts with both teams have the recap. The Phillies take game one against the Toronto Blue Jays. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Nick Castellanos has been great this year. This is why you paid this guy. This is why he was an all-star back in 2021. And man, the Phillies are finally seeing the fruits of their labor on that contract. He had a great game tonight. The Phillies had a great game in general. Aaron Nola, 
a much better start than what he's given you at points this year. And honestly, this team, when the starting pitching is good, is one of the best in baseball. I know that's crazy to say for a team that's now two games under 500, but starting pitching has been their Achilles heel. If you get a good start, the Philadelphia Phillies are going to be a problem. And they're starting to, you can kind of feel the trends of a team, right? This team is starting to figure it out. They take an 8-4 victory over the Blue Jays. That's a really good team you just beat. You have a chance to go for the, the short two-game sweep tomorrow, but love to see it. Wheels, carry it tomorrow. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard locked on Blue Jays. Blue Jays get thumped in game one of this mini two-game set at Philadelphia. Pretty sloppy game all around. Not great pitching. Not a lot of clutch hitting. John Schneider was, again, really bad in this game. Ultimately, if the Blue Jays win tomorrow, that will be 22 wins. And we've talked a lot on the Locked On Blue Jay podcast about the schedule early on, 25 of those first 37 games being on the road. If the Blue Jays do win tomorrow, it'll be a 4-5 and five road trip. That's not bad, especially considering it started 0-4 in Boston, right? I'd actually take that. It would also put the Blue Jays over 500 in those first 25 games, first 25 road games. And in that gauntlet of the 25 road games in the first 37 games it would put the blue jays with 22 wins i mean 22 and 15 i'm big picture wise i'm absolutely going to take that the yankees gave up three home runs to jordan diaz last night but still managed to beat the a's as aaron judge returned to the new york lineup locked on yankees has more after a win in the bronx this is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the A's 10-5 at the stadium. And I know you're thinking to yourself, wow, 10 runs, that's a lot for the Yankees. And yes, this is three games in a row that they've scored at least seven runs. Good job. And they've won two out of three of those games. So also, good job. But the story for me, Clark Schmidt, six innings. It's the first time all season he's pitched six innings. So he gave up two runs on five hits with two walks, seven strikeouts. Now, the other big thing is combined with his last outing, he has now pitched 10 and one-third innings. He's given up four runs, two earned, four walks, 11 strikeouts. Oh, and 11 hits. But he's improving. So that's the big story for me. Clark Schmidt making it six innings. Now, it could be because it's the A's, but hey... They're a major league team, no matter how bad they are. So we'll have everything you need to know about this game on the next Locked on Yankees. And we're talking about the bullpen again, because it's been a strange season for the bullpen, and we have a lot to discuss. The Cardinals beat the Cubs in the ninth inning to send Chicago to its third straight loss. Locked on Cardinals recaps as St. Louis takes advantage of a struggling Chicago team. Well, 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 three in a row. I believe they call that a winning streak, boys and girls. Hey, it's JD from Locked on Cardinals, and the Cardinals take down the Cubs again tonight, this time by the score of 6-4. to four. And who was it with the big fly in the ninth inning to take the lead? Reigning NL MVP Paul Goldschmidt? Nope. Five-time silver slugger Nolan Arenado? Negative. How about the guy that most of us wanted to leave for dead at AAA this year? Paul D. Young. Smashes a cutter up in the zone deep into the Chicago night. His third dinger of the season. The guy's hitting 350 since being called back up after the injury that he suffered in spring training. The laughing stock of Major League Baseball just this past weekend has now won three straight times for the first time this year. How quickly things can change. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals.
I swear this is a new video. It's not the same video as the last nine other nights, but the Cubs lost another close game today. 4-4 headed into the ninth. Javier Assad inexplicably goes out for a sixth inning of work after five tremendous ones, uh, but the game was tied. It was a high leverage situation. Cubs didn't use any of their relievers. Paul DeYoung, the big home run. Uh, Andrew Kisner, I think, was the one who added another run uh, late. Cubs lost 6-4. Eric Hosmer left uh, left six men on base as he continues to play, not only play, but hit in the middle of the order. He left the bases loaded twice. The Cubs have been mismanaged uh, so far this season. There's no no more you know time beating around the bush. When you're 17 and 19 and third in the National League uh, in run differential, uh, th- that's a problem. You're being mismanaged and uh, they have to figure it out. Coming up, the Astros beat Shohei Otani and the Angels. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Padres won an interleague battle behind the bat of Manny Machado. Locked On Padres and Twins have more after the final in Minnesota. You always got to love a bounce back. What's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here with the Locked On Padres podcast. As always, Spider-Man behind me. Padres bounce back after getting a day off on Monday. First game against this Twins, very, in my opinion, very capable Twins team. 6-1 victory for the Padres. Nice bounce back start for Michael Waka. He's going to have his bad ones. It's, you know, he's going to have some bad ones after this, but a really nice bounce back start. Again, against a very commendable team. Good offensive stuff, too. I am out of breath for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, good offensive stuff and a big home run at the end of the game for Manny Machado to put the Padres up 6-1 to kind of put the game out of reach. First pitch home run, that's been a thing for him this year. Hasn't made the best of contact on first pitches uh, as much as he had been the past two years. So really nice to see that. It was a bomb. And nice to see two Soto's, two Soto uh, doubles as well. Really good stuff uh, all the way around. So hopefully keep the momentum going tomorrow. And until that tomorrow and whatnot, everybody remember to stay faithful. This is your Locked On Twins breathless post-game minute, and I promise you it's not a rerun. The Twins again do nothing offensively, score one run off Michael Waka and friends, and lose 6-1 to one at Target Field. If you want to get a feel for how bad this offense is right now, Rocco used back-to-back pinch hitters late. They're hitting 190 and 155, respectively. So that gives you a pretty good feel for where this offense is right now. Just two extra base hits on the night. And one of them was a double in the ninth inning that not only didn't score, but came when the team was down five runs. There's just so many aspects of things going wrong with this team right now that you you can't really put your finger on one of them. The top four in the order go 0 for 14. They did walk four times, but that's not enough. Catch us tomorrow. We'll break down Seth Lugo versus Pablo Lopez. This is Locked on Twins. The Angels hadn't lost on the day of a Shohei Otani start since opening day before last night against the Astros. After the defending champions picked up the win, our Locked on experts have the recap. Locked on Astros here in the Astros get Otani in Anaheim. That's right. Shohei Otani hits the mound, and you expect stellar things out of him. He did have seven strikeouts over six, seven innings pitched, gave up six hits. But Framber Valdez was the man of the hour. Eight innings pitched, only three hits, one earned run, and 12 strikeouts. Second most in his career, and a start in Martin Maldonado. Came in, one for four at the play with a home run, big two RBI hit, and you had another contribution with runners in scoring position from none other than Jordan Alvarez. 
Dubon went out with an apparent injury. Bregman got two more hits. He's starting to heat up. There's a setback with Brantley. We're going to talk about this on the next Locked on Astros. Make sure you tune in to us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be coming every day. Remember, we are your team every day. Go Strohs. Angels hitting coach Marcus Timms said at the beginning of the year that the Halos approach at the plate would be that they would swing at pitches in the zone and let the pitches outside of the zone alone. But apparently they forgot about that philosophy on Tuesday night. Hey everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels. The Halos lose 3-1 to one against the Astros on Tuesday. And man, the Angels just swung at everything outside of the zone and watched everything in the zone. Now, Framber Valdez had an incredible game and Houston pitching struck out 13 Angel hitters, but it just seemed like our guys were not ready for what Houston was going to bring. They swung at a lot of junk and they let a lot of fastballs go right by. The only highlight on the offensive side was Zach Neto's first career home run. Congratulations to him. And pitching, Shohei Otani was on the mound. He looked good, went seven innings, had seven strikeouts, but unfortunately the Angels couldn't back him up with any sort of offense. Johnny and I are going to recap this game on Locked on Angels. We hope you'll join us. Casey Schmidt hit a home run in his major league debut for the San Francisco Giants and our Locked on Giants host looks at the win and the exciting start for Schmidt. Giants fans have been waiting a long time for a stud position player prospect to show up on the shores of McCovey Cove and make an impact. It's been forever. And tonight, who knows, maybe we saw the start of that. Casey Schmidt making his major league debut in his second at bat. He hit a booming home run to left center field, added a single later on in the game, got one ground ball, uh, ball kind of rolled out of his hand and he made the play anyway it was a little bit of a weird play but he made the play and so uh this is the first position player by drafted by this new front office to make the major leagues and they think very highly of him we didn't really get to see the great defense on display tonight like i said only the one ground ball but uh the homer and the single and a win for the giants logan webb pitched in and out of traffic all night long camilo duvall shut it down in the ninth so we'll break all of this down Tomorrow, I'm Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Game to Game MLB. Thank you so much for making Locked on your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on MLB and your team's Locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked on Game to Game. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.